There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. That is the voice of your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And we are here to set sail on the Grand Line into the realm of She-Hulk, episode five. Has She-Hulk been getting stale? Has it been getting better? What What's the deal with She-Hulk in its fifth episode? We're, we're well past what would be considered uh, the preseason finale or the mid-season finale, uh, whatever you want to call it. We're, we're over halfway through with She-Hulk, and we got a lot to talk about with episode five. But with me, as always, to deep dive She-Hulk because he is a She-Hulk stan, uh, Yonko Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster, are you? I see the excitement in your eyes about She-Hulk. You're like losing it right now. What, what's going on? I think I'm moderately tamed right now, uh, which is okay. <laughs> I don't think I would even call myself a stan. There again, same thing. There are things I like and dislike about She-Hulk. I will say overall, I think I enjoyed this episode. I feel like I've been enjoying the episodes that kind of just focus on Jen and kind of, I don't know, this this one was fine. I thought it was relatively good, per se. And we'll get into it, but it's still not a knockout the park. So, okay, it's, All right. it's still not balanced as far as, you know, what I think a comedy from Marvel should be, you know. So that's where I stand currently. But again, there's stuff to like. So. There is stuff to like. Uh, I found myself enjoying this episode a, a little bit more than the last couple weeks. And uh, there there's specifics to that. And I don't know if that's a testament to how good the show is or if it leans more into certain other aspects. But we'll deep dive those. We'll deep dive those. But we're not alone today. As always, we are here with fellow supernovas alike to deep dive the episode. Who's that dork? It's Darce. And let's get into it. So, She-Hulk, episode five. Uh, overall thoughts. Again, it's another 30-minute episode of She-Hulk, which is technically uh, like 27 minutes. 24 no. minutes. 24 yeah, this minutes. One was the six minutes. This one was wow. the shortest one, yes. And it did feel short. It felt yeah, really kind of now. Now, is it, is it... it you say that in the sense of uh like it was so good you saw that you didn't notice how much time flew by or or you or you like literally felt like wow th this was really short it felt like the central conflict with the trial of the trademark of the name she hulk and whatever you want to call the subplot uh it just, it wrapped it just up. wrapped up yeah, yeah it wrapped up really quickly it just concluded it was like <laughs> that was about it Oh, what are we going to do? Hey, here's the answer. Hey, here's the follow-up to the answer. It's over. Yeah. So this episode, I feel like, I don't know, last last episode with Madison with the Y, and it's not where you think it is. Um, after her appearance, I think people were like, wow, I love, I'm a Madison stan. So I've been hearing a lot of positive things about that episode. There's a lot. And I think people are just now starting to get to the point where it's like, this TV show is like super campy. It's like, it's not, you can't really take this TV show and compare it to something like WandaVision because it'll never be her, you know, like it'll never be up to that tier. So I think people are just enjoying the lightheartedness of, of She-Hulk and they're just kind of laughing at how not cheesy it is, but like how gimmicky it is, you know? So I think this one was fine. Um, this is also the first episode that we didn't have a cameo in. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, no cameo. Uh, no can no physical cameo. But would you still count something no. at the it's end? A tease. It's, it's a tease. tease. They leaned into it. I was like, oh wow, they're not. They're they're really not going to reference anything. Oh no, there it is. All right. And this is also the first episode without an end credit scene. 
Yeah, I thought yeah. they said every episode was going to have an end credit scene. So I, f- I feel the way they ended the episode, they said, oh, this is enough. This is enough. <laughs> or maybe, honestly, they for- honestly, maybe they forgot. Like maybe well, there was supposed to be like a like the credits were supposed to start after the the Jen part where she puts on the clothes and then credits roll. And then yeah, you see, that- and then you see yes. the fashion designer saying, oh, don't leave these out here. Uh, and you get the reference. I got I got um, what's her name? Mode. Uh, Agna Edna, Mode. Mode. Edna. Edna Mode. And guest. Definitely, definitely a lot of vibes of Edna Mode. Well, God, now we might as well just talk about it. Oh, uh, cats I, out the we bag. Can. We can. <laughs> Damn it, we're not talking about She Hulk on the She Hulk show. Well, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Well, well I here, think that's here's like the, the thing. whole point of She Hulk. Right. I I feel like with this episode of She Hulk, I liked the parts that really didn't involve She Hulk that much. <laughs> Surprisingly, so for example, um, the lawyer that is behind you that is sitting next to She-Hulk, the one that yes. was defending her this episode, I really liked her. I liked I did too. I, I told you about her. That's <laughs> Angelica. Oh, from was that really? Yes, that's Renee. Oh, wow. Elise Goosberry. Not, I, Look at that. Now I now I need to watch Hamilton and tell Nino Desplazado how great Hamilton is because he loves he loves Hamilton. Yes, she did really good. I I did enjoy her. I really enjoyed her. Um, I I, I enjoyed the trial for the. I mean, like the I guess the trial proceedings uh, in a sense. I feel they took a more kind of accurate approach here. And I don't know. I think it. I think it worked. I I, I liked it. I like uh, the combating. Oh, you don't want to be called She-Hulk. Here's a video of her saying I'm not She-Hulk. Oh, here's a video of her saying I am She-Hulk. Oh, what are we gonna do? I don't That's know. That's not how trial works. I I yeah, know it's not how trial works. I know you have to enter that evidence <laughs> before the trial. You have to share what evidence you're going to. But I have a surprise you know, witness <laughs> to come into the courtroom. I know, <laughs> I know it's, I know it's opens not like a portal. Accurate. Wong comes out with, alongside Mephisto. I I thought this one at least, I don't know, tried to be more accurate. Maybe I don't. They know. They didn't pull any I mean, more surprise we, witnesses. That's that's better. I I don't think you can ever take any of the law scenes as accurate because they had zero people who know law at all writing the show so we just have to go and they didn't and um they did the bare minimum those people they did um but did you feel like the relationship between that lawyer and uh jennifer walters like did we miss something like i don't there were a lot of things that we had to pick up on yeah who yeah go ahead one her name is mallory brooke that's her name actress or the character the character we first saw her briefly ever so briefly episode the episode with the light elf that was the first time um we saw her and it was really brief and it was really quick what i believe happened here i think a lot of she hulk got cut because it was it was implied that there was like somewhat of a rivalry and that maybe Mallory would be, you know, she would feel some type of way taking on Jennifer as a client. And it was like, yeah, you had to pick that up. It was like the vibe she was giving off. However, it was like, we have never seen these two interact with each other. Like ever. Cause again, she only ever appeared ever so briefly with that light elf shenanigan. And that was it. So, and then, you know, by the end of the episode, she's like, I'm so glad we're friends. We didn't really know you weren't friends or that you were clamoring to be her friend. Or frenemies or whatever sort of vibe that they were trying to give off. I did not get any of that until, like, I I felt like there was something missing. Yes. It's almost as if um, they had an idea to have Mallory feel some type of way about maybe Jen heading the superhuman law division, maybe mallory was up for that position but then they're like oh she hulk uh we want you know a superpower person to Which, be the face that totally makes sense because it seems like in corporate world they're always pinning like women against women to see who's going to take that spot type of thing and you can kind of get like an idea of that from when they were in the bar when they're talking about like oh i hate that i have to prove myself to these underrepresented white people or whatever it was so this is like 
yeah, like we get it. Like we understand the frustration, but like, I, I wish we had like a little bit more of like an insight on, and these are really short episodes. We can totally add an extra like one minute dialogue conversation between them just to like give us that filler. Just but, the extra five minutes, make it 30, Jesus. <laughs> I also understand though, that like, if she's having that conversation with the She-Hulk, the animators were probably like, "I we're burnt out, we can't do this. Um, but have her have the conversation as, with Jen Walters. Like, I don't mind seeing Jen Walters have like human to human conversations with people. Like, that's totally okay. Like, I'd rather that than not have anything and try to fill in the blanks on my own. Right. I, I just, I don't know. I, like the more I think about it, I'm starting to think maybe these episodes are this short because of the VFX. Like maybe the, uh, the VFX has a toll on like how long they could keep these characters on screen. I'm, I'm guessing. I, I would hate, I would hate to think it is the VFX as a reason. I, I think it's, I think the writers are really just trying to tell these really short, concise episodes that kind of get to the point and don't kind of overstay their welcome. And maybe it's because they center the show being around a comedy. Like, you know, there was no action sequence in this episode, you know? There was none. So I feel, if anything, this might be more what the writers are trying to lean towards as far as their idea of a she-hulk show just kind of you know a plot with the courtroom b plot with some she-hulkness to it you know but i mean like if if you really wanted to have a show that's heavy on the writing and less on the action get better writers i'm sorry i have to say it like <laughs> these writers are trash with some of like the conversation and the dialogue that they're having like it's it's not that great and then for them to be like oh we're we're really heavy on dialogue in this like i lucifer is a tv show that is like it's quirky it's funny and like you have like some sort of like law in there you know like they're trying to put the pieces together in like a quick 30 minute episode do something like that you know like there are a lot of different tv shows out there that can do this type of stuff way better because they have a team that's a, that knows what they're doing and i feel like with this one it's kind of hard it's kind of hard when you have like these writers that don't are, are just not experienced in that. And then how did they get into the room if the TV show is She-Hulk attorney at law? Yeah, there's uh I I feel like there's something up with this show where there were parts that were cut out. Um, and I feel whether that's a testament to how bad the writing was, or if they just maybe they did write something more competent and the editorial process they just cut out the like where is titania coming from titania literally as one would put it smashed in from the ceiling in episode one and she she tried to she attacked people in there just randomly out of nowhere no posted bail post it we still don't have it we don't have anything on why she even bursted in there right she just she just bursted through the door and the, the the sequence in which she was you know um taken care of was very short very quick never see her again and then we see her filing suit in the next time i don't know like this is kind of a mess uh this is bad I, I, yeah it, no this is bad oh you know speaking of titania again yeah i i agree i think some stuff are cut uh again we don't even have an origin of titania as far as you know What's her thing? Like super power? Like is she just she, super strong? And I think I think I think so. I think that's um, about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We don't we don't know what she's been doing. I mean, we may get more Titania again. Jamila Jamil is listed on the casting. But what like, if it's like, what the if main it's for, cast? What if it's for this? I can't imagine two episodes and that's all we see of her. I cannot. Well, well imagine. let me let me ask you this. Um, Tim Roth was he on the main cast? Was he listed on the main? Yes, because he is not on the only special guest star. Stars have been uh, Wong, Benedict, Benedict Wong, uh, and uh, Mark the boy, 
Mark Tim, Ruffalo, yeah. Mark Ru- So so they were special guests. They weren't main cast. Yeah, they were special guest stars. Yes. So so Tim Roth though was main cast, right? Who's Tim yeah. Roth? What character? Tim Roth. Uh, Emil Blonsky. Yeah, uh, Abomination. So he was main cast, right? He's main cast. He's main. Well, remember, and I, 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 I'm pretty sure we was, see him this again. This was supposed too. to be. This was supposed to be a six episode series on his trial. Like, it was supposed to like go for all six episodes. Right. But this yeah. Ended up being just a one episode trial. So main cast, like, they probably had to shuffle things around. We we probably aren't going to see some of these characters for main cast if they are doing all these cuts and edits. So so I'm thinking uh, if Emil Blonsky, I'm sorry, Tim Roth was main cast for She-Hulk. I'm pretty sure we're not seeing uh, Tim Roth again. Uh, so yeah, so same with thinking- Titania. You, you say she's on the main cast. There I don't think, a, I feel like we're not seeing There's a promo that, well, there, I know for Tim Roth, I think at the D23 promo, you see, we are going to see him again. Uh, and, so, and She-Hulk. Yes, we're going to see him again in She-Hulk. It was a promo. It was a promo for She-Hulk. Yes, at D23. Listen, no, I am going to fact check you because apparently sometimes you get yours mixed up. No, it was Ooh. for She-Hulk. It was a little She-Hulk. Describe it. it was, Be specific. I, I, he's just there. You just see him. He's there. And he's clearly out of prison, which is where we left him. And then it cuts oh, I know to... Which one- I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, then it cuts to her conversation with Matt Murdock. So he's coming back. Okay. To what capacity that is. And that's the thing. With these shows, you can be in the main cast, but the main cast does not dignify whether or not you appear in the episode fully more than five minutes or yeah, but I feel like if anything between cast, there should be like a percentage of how much airtime you're getting on the show you know i agree however that is what has been given jamila jamil has always been in the main cast and yet has only appeared in two out of five tim roth two out of five and uh even that pug character what he's only been in two episodes or three pug Pug, the other see you don't even know his name because Uh, these characters are forgettable we get like 20 minutes The okay. Iron Man threes, the other lawyer in the superhuman. Oh, law okay. His name's Him. Pug. Okay. Yes. The one who He's was with Iron Man three. No, no, no. no. He, he no, the wants shoes. the Iron Man threes. The shoes. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Yeah. Uh, something else, and I don't remember what else he was in. Uh, well, he's uh, also listed in the main cast, so that's what I'm getting at. Is that as far as I think streaming shows go, the term main cast is pretty loose at this point. Mm-hmm. Other because yeah. uh, the only people that have appeared in every episode is Nikki and Jen. Jen, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. Um, um, also, speaking of Nikki, I kind of love her. I I really love her energy and all this stuff. Like she's down to whatever. Like, hey, I need you to stand in line with me. Mm, okay, like I'm just I'm I'm enjoying this. Like this little character thing and i think that if she was written like everybody else i think it would be a little bit better or if everybody say, else was written I, her. say what you want i actually enjoyed the b plot i think a little which more. was with nikki right yes nikki okay. and bug yes that's i'm telling you the parts that i liked about the episode <laughs> didn't involve jen at the uh, forefront i say this but there's a reason why i say this but continue with i mean that was it it was it was uh um, i i just uh, unless unless what do do you want to talk about the b plot or i mean we uh, we, i I think i think you know the more we talk about it well and we can talk about the b plot now but like i think everything just ties back into it's jen and her acceptance of the she-hulk and that's what i that's that's the part of the show i think they're kind of nailing the character study of Jennifer Walters. They're not nailing kind of the superhero aspect. I don't think they're really nailing the courtroom stuff, but I do like Jennifer as a character. And I do like seeing her, you know, get hit with the, you know, the kind of like just this back and forth. Do I like She-Hulk? What do I enjoy about her? Is this who I am? Or is this kind of like a separate identity that I sometimes indulge in? I feel they are getting that right. Uh, See, the way that I'm seeing this Jennifer She-Hulk kind of dynamic, I feel like it's not that she never was accepting towards the She-Hulk. I think it's just that she hates 
that she has to be She-Hulk all the time. Like it has to like, why can't people like me for me? Why do they have to like me for being She-Hulk? Why can't I have this job for me? Why do I have to be She-Hulk? Like, I think that is the biggest thing. And as bad as it sounds, it's, it seems like she's just embracing it, saying like, fine, if Jen isn't good enough, then I'll just be She-Hulk the whole time. Like, and I don't know if that's like the best message that can come out of this, but that's, that's the, the message thing. that I'm getting. I am not getting that she's okay with being She-Hulk all the time. She clearly had a look of, for example, when the dude... On no, but stand. she's slowly starting to accept that she has to be She-Hulk all the time. I don't. I mean, that is again. That's what I think. The writing is setting up to have her realize she doesn't have to be She-Hulk all the time. I mean, I'm not trying to get ahead, but if you go look at that promo for D23, Matt Murdock raises a, a good point. I thought you were the but, person that literally avoids all trailers, all sneak peeks. All I, I couldn't pages. help but see it. I couldn't help but see it. This but is why. true. I, I, I don't think she's leaning towards being She-Hulk all the time. I think she's leaning towards finding what she really enjoys about Jennifer and embracing that part due to what she's got going on with She-Hulk. I can't imagine a show that would emphasize, hey, don't be yourself. Be this other version of you. Sandy from that from Greece. You know, you don't I don't think this is a Sandy from I don't think this is a Sandy from Greece interest type of scenario. But I mean, like so far, the the entire writing, the entire vibes that I'm getting is that, hey, you should embrace the fact that you're a She-Hulk because we like She-Hulk. A lot more than we like like i feel like that's that's kind no, of no no no. you're right but then you look at her when the guy says no i wouldn't take jennifer walters out that's a clear look of i need to you know do some self-fulfillment for jennifer right but that's the thing is like that look also look like man i gotta do some deep digging and figure out how I can be She-Hulk the whole time because apparently- No! Whoa, you got that? No, no, no not at all, not at all. Oh no, no that's 100% what I'm I, getting at. Oh man, I, I I didn't dig that from from that interaction. Well, okay, hold on, let's let, let's dial it back a little bit. We're jumping at the end of the courtroom session, uh, but, but those talking points are gonna relate to, you know, this A plot that triggers this episode. So what, basically Titania, she she files a lawsuit against Jen, which is what we learned from last week's episode. And it's over the trademark usage of the name She-Hulk. And I don't know. Again, some stuff had to have gotten on the cutting room floor because now we're led to believe Titania is this uh, social media influencer that somehow spun the name of She-Hulk into a new brand of beauty products. And she brought it to market and like how much time has passed how much time all has within like her being like in jail and then just recently posting bail and then doing all of this whole makeup campaigns it makes no sense it makes me. it seem like months have passed like four six months at least uh since episode one could be um Honestly, this, uh, like handling these many cases with how far they progress, sometimes it does take that long. But the show doesn't do a good job right. <laughs> explaining that. Um, so that's part of Jen's journey in this episode, I feel like, because, you, you know, she's always been distant from the term She-Hulk. She doesn't want to let that be her identity. Uh, but then once she has it taken from her, that's when she starts... You know questioning oh well do i really want this and that's where you get the little quips where she keeps looking at titania's like social media posts and she's seeing what videos she's sharing and she starts breaking the fourth wall again saying no no i'm fine i promise i'm i'm totally okay with what's going on which i'm not gonna lie like again i'm picking up on the fact that okay so what she hulk is taken i didn't really care for it it wasn't until her boss was like hey we're running into an issue here and she's like okay this is my livelihood let me start getting into some action on this that's when i i i felt like she was going to take it seriously but i feel like if the boss didn't say anything she would have been like oh no somebody's using the name she hulk oh well 
I guess I'll have to go by Green Goddess or whatever whatever the heck she's gonna use. You know, like <laughs> Green Goddess. I I don't know. I, I I feel like again, the writing on this was a little choppy where it's like, yes, she started to embrace it, but she had to embrace She Hulk because she had to. Like it's not like she really had a choice. It's like, hey, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be called She Hulk and somebody is selling booty bouncing juice by She Hulk, like you need to make sure that our representation of this firm isn't a joke and blah 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 blah. I think I think the She Hulk thing again again this is just me kind of filling in the gaps for the writers because that they, they're not telling me this. Um, but I want to say that it did bother Jen to a certain degree that it was being used because it's it's that scenario where you don't really know that you wanted something until it's taken from you. Uh, so there's a scenario where, you know, she has the name and the likeness being used, uh, without her permission. And it's not until like, like it bothers her. It does bother her, but it's kind of like what you were saying where it's kind of like, um, yeah, you know, that kind of sucks, but you know, what am I going to do? I'm not really Mm going to do anything, but I kind of wish that she didn't do that. I wish Titania did not steal my name. And then when her boss, brings it up as a problem that's where it's time to go into action like okay this bothered me before but now that my boss has brought it to my attention now we really need to take care of this this is something serious right now and then that's where we introduced to uh mallory name's mallory Mallory brooke mallory brooke um but again it, it looks like there's a history between her and jen that we never saw on screen more like a story not clearly a, a story um and it it just kind of sucks that uh you don't get to expand on that at all um i mean we might later episodes we might get maybe mallory's insight as as how she felt when jennifer first arrived but for now they're friends potentially potentially Um, working together yeah and so you have this plot that why i guess the a plot the main plot kicked off you know jen's trying to defend herself and get um motion for summary judgment in her favor for the term she hulk um and then you have the a plot going then you have the b plot i like the b plot better and maybe that's because i like nikki more in this episode i think the b plot is it was just fun (laughs) it was fun i I like i like i literally but it was so good i liked everyone even beyond nikki i liked Nikki and her interactions with uh the Pug. Avengers guy. The Avengers guy. Oh, when she spoke Mark. Chinese. God, when like, she started to speak Chinese, and he's like, Did you just assume that I was Chinese? And she's like, Oh my god, I feel so bad right now. He's like, like this is a boba shop. I'm, this, didn't he say he's Korean? Did he say he was Korean? I don't think he said his yeah, I don't he think he said what he was. Oh, okay. like, I'm just I'm not Chinese. Right. That was so freaking funny. And he just well, it was also away. funny that Nikki is fluent, apparently, in Mandarin. Yeah, she just, she just brought it up. She just popped it out of nowhere. Uh, that she's was like, funny. She's like a hidden ace. Like, I feel like she has like a bunch of random skills and talents, but she's just a paralegal. They were like, right. um, when uh, Mallory called her, she's like, Nikki, I wasn't lurking. I was just nearby. <laughs> 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 she's funny. I like her. I do like her. Um, and uh yeah i don't know um who said it but i mean uh i i know we're moving towards the people uh i like when mallory uh because you know oh i guess this ties into the people mallory looked at jennifer and said nikki why don't you uh you're like fashionable and style style stylish why don't you help her make her stop looking like a high school football player who's contesting (laughs) a dui and i was like wow she's absolutely right like (laughs) that line that was a perfect line i was like yeah because she does not look like the badass she hulk attorney at law she just looks like she's going through the motions you know she looks like she's she really is wearing she's struggling yeah no even the suit is big on the she hulk right so it's like come on jen step up step your game up so um let's uh could we talk about this uh Edna Mode character that is coming into play. All right, y'all keep calling him Edna Mode. However, you must know your Daredevil history. I do not recall this character from Daredevil. He's not. He's not in Daredevil. It is okay. The concept, so there we go. There we it go. It is okay. the concept right. of suit making. Soup. Like, suit. Soup. Soup. 
Soup's your favorite character? Soup. Soup with a T. Matt Ramos? Soup. No, don't say his name on here. <laughs> Whoa. Fine. Say it all you want. You're promoting him. Go ahead. Um, Why so? <laughs> you don't remember the guy who made uh, Daredevil's suit in Daredevil? Yeah, he was and, the guy that had like. Uh, he didn't die, but. He, he was that guy that owned that little shop. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember he was like a bald white guy. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Go when ahead. I, to, to, when they introduce. Yeah. Yes. Elaborate. Who okay. Tell me how well, I no. should remember this. Well, tell me. for me, when they introduced the concept that here's a guy who's making suits, my immediate mind went to how Daredevil went to a guy to make him a suit. Oh my uh, God. I, 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 to be honest with you, I think the only reason why your mind went to that is because you saw the promo. No, 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 no. I saw the promo of Matt Murdock. I didn't know that he was not with the suit. I think as the reason why you made the, that connection is I made because it before of the, the box at nope. the end. You're like, oh I my God. It, I, made it, I made it. This reminds me it. of that Netflix series. No, I made it before the ending. Just because, again, no, I mean, see, yes, there is inception, not you inception that promo was an it, inception I, to your brain. And I didn't see the promo for this about. episode. I saw the promo. You still I saw knew these, Matt Murdock was going to be in. Everybody show. knew Matt Murdock was coming exactly. in. It's just the simple fact. If you remember key details of, regarding okay. Daredevil. But the thing is, is that this character gave me no intuition or instinct or whatever that this would be someone who's making a suit for Daredevil. No, I didn't think I didn't. Okay, you're, you're mis, saying you're the concept. Me. You're saying the, the concept of someone making a suit reminded you of another person from Daredevil, which was yes. the guy who also oh, made suits for yes. someone else. Yes, I am not saying, oh, this guy's making a suit for Daredevil. I am not saying I called that. It would just reminded me of where we've seen this before, as far as the MCU goes. I am not saying I knew this guy. Had a daredevil suit. I was shocked when he revealed that. So it Does seems they are for all of the Avengers. No. Well, I don't think so. But he made it seem like he has a history with he making he has, suits. For... He says he has high-profile clients. Right. So the question is, you know, who has he made suits for? Because in that sense, conceptually as well, he is like an Edna mode. He literally acted like Edna mode. He when when Mallory uh well this is kind of fast forwarding to when Mallory I'm sorry not Mallory um Nikki when Nikki came in with Jen this guy I don't know his name off the top of my head but he was literally asking uh Jen you know what kind of suit do you need? Do you need something that's like elastic? Do you need something like fireproof, bulletproof? Like literally are, like Edna mode. Exactly like Edna mode. Also, right before we got to see him, he is talking through a box, like just like in the Incredibles, where they're like, he's talking oh through god. a box. Oh, oh, the yes, they're the, talking the through the, the the security. Camera. Oh my he's god, like, yes. Okay, you're it, telling I, me, I, you're I, saying I, your mind went to Netflix yes. and Daredevil, but it didn't yes. go to Edna mode. No, not no. Oh I'm sorry, gosh. that's how my mind works. Oh that's my how goodness. my mind works. Are there similarities? Yes. Do I agree with what you're pointing out? For sure. But this guy is not making Avengers suits because that's what they led with. You know, she's an Avenger. It sounds like he's working his way up oh, Avenger okay. status. Yeah, because so versus... he, he probably made the U.S. Patriot. That could be that could be argued. US agent, yeah. US, agent, US, US agent. So so you think he's more so because like Avengers is like your your top of the line, like elite class of superheroes. You think he's maybe just doing like street level uh, people? Yeah. Like De Defender style. Defenders. Okay. I am, I am sure, you know, I mean, we're going to see a plethora of superheroes and upcoming series and movies and whatnot. I'm sure. Yes. The lesser known ones might've gone to this guy, but he's also based out of, uh, they're in LA, right? LA. Yeah. So, oh yeah, you I know just most that. of okay. these folks are on the east side, right? So. Like New York, um, Queens, who, Harlem. Who we gonna who we gonna meet from the west coast? Right, right, right. Um, Doors open. 
doors are open. I like the character uh, just just from the, what I uh, associated him with. Everyone loves Edna Mode from Incredibles. Um, and I like him. Don't get me wrong. I like him too. I, I do. He was good. He was, he was good. In a, he was in a really good show too. Um, Flight Attendant. Everyone, oh, I haven't seen I haven't Flight Attendant, seen but I've it's heard a really of it. Good show with you Kaylee. Drop that plug in there. Yeah, Kaylee Cuoco. All right, all right, that's good. Um, he's, and he did a good job in that show, so I think he's gonna kill this. And if I see him in more Marvel productions, I'm not gonna be mad about it. I think it would be pretty cool. To I see will him. not either. I would like to see him outside of She-Hulk. Uh, just you know, just to expand that whole roster of who has he been helping um and then his interactions with other characters might be different based on his relationship to them uh maybe he has a reoccurring client that he's very fond of and they get along pretty well uh maybe there's a, a nasty one that's always like you know rude and obnoxious to him and he's rude and obnoxious back i don't know i, I feel like marvel has something with this if they use this character throughout different shows uh, not every cameo has to be, I am Daredevil in this episode, and I am Thor. You know, the cameos don't have to be the superheroes. They can yeah. be the the street-level people. So, like, and, an example in the Netflix series, like, um, I, I forgot her Claire. Claire. She was a cameo character. She was the... Um, Ro uh, Rosario Dawson. Oh, oh Rosario yes. Dawson. yes, Claire, the nurse, night nurse, the night yeah. nurse. She made cameos in, I think, every single Netflix. No, she didn't make uh, cameos. Series. She was in those she was series. In the cast for all three. Yeah, she was in the cast. Well, some of them she only appeared for like an episode or two. She's still in the. She's a recurring cast member, right? Versus a cameo. Okay. Uh, cameo is like five seconds you're gone forever yeah i, mean, I guess yeah <laughs> think, think like hugh jackman in x-men first class like oh like two seconds and then seconds, yeah, that's, that's a, like a that's a cameo, cameo. okay yeah, rosario Thunder. dawson had roles but i can see this guy having roles okay in other shows like okay whether it be one to two episodes Yes. And you know what? I have to say, WandaVision is the one that really set this off because everyone loved Darcy and everyone loved Wu. And so, like, seeing these smaller characters that, like, faded into the background of these bigger movies and then we got to see them a little bit more, I think that's what really made the TV shows think, huh, let's see if we can get some of these characters be integrated throughout all of our stories. I do agree. I think WandaVision probably didn't best as far as bringing in a multitude of characters that not well, they all really had their origins outside of well from multiple entities in the marvel cinematic universe no one else has even tried to kind of match that energy but that's okay maybe we'll see it in the future maybe they got something with this guy uh i'm curious to see what suit i'm actually curious to see the business suits and the i imagine this he's going to make a superhero suit i'm you know uh the she hulk jumpsuit do you, do you think it's going to be the traditional purple and white and black yes. okay yeah. i mean they they've already like shown it they have uh, yeah they have in uh in promos or like the first she hulk promos it's kind of like a shot from her feet going up and then it oh stops. that's right yeah, yeah 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 they did they did i remember that that was like the first footage yeah that was like got. the first one right okay so so it's definitely the traditional suit and then in captain falcon and soldier boy they have ah uh, yes you're correct we we didn't get his final look until that reveal in that episode we didn't the final didn't episode like yeah, i told you i hate that they do that what save, why save is the reveal the for the yes just give us a freaking suit wait what do you um, also like say you're you're upset that they don't show it to you earlier okay captain falcon and winter soldier uh i feel like sense. it culminated in that yes like, no no was... that that one makes sense but like i don't know miss marvel watching her and the trash, okay yeah that that took way too long. uh that took a little yeah too, too long for my wanda taste. she didn't get her final suit until the very end well i wanda was fine for me too because i didn't even expect her to get a suit so that was okay for me uh, Did the Loki fact that get they, anything different Loki didn't get anything. No, different. no, you yeah, got a Loki TVA guy. jacket. TV Hawkeye guy. got a new suit. Okay, yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's another one where they 
waited till the finale to reveal his new look you know because uh what's her name was Wait, like oh you need kate more bishop. color kate bishop was like you need more color oh and that's no. when they gave him more of the purple yes and like we got to rebrand you yes so that was okay. one about that. but yeah um, um speaking of suits we want to talk about the elephant in the room uh we get to well jen is going back to get her suit we don't see what it is but as we just uh talked about uh it's likely the classic suit the purple white and uh black gray whatever's the other third color um and also off to the side uh we have our edna mode <laughs> we keep calling him edna mode i, I don't know his name <laughs> uh we have our edna mode character and he notices like a box out in the open with the lid off and he's like hey we can't be leaving this out uh in the open you know our clients require discretion and he puts the box off to the side you can see in my background over here and he puts the box down the camera pans up and ooh, look at what's in there a pair of horns, devil horns. I mean, there the he, whole mask. You can see he, the whole mask. Dare he leave yeah. it there in the open? You saw the whole thing. There was a shot where you see the whole freaking thing. Maybe it's Mephisto hiding in there. Oh, my God. It's yellow. <laughs> it is his original suit in the comics. Um, is it yellow? I thought it just had like a little tint. It's like dark, but there was a tint of yellow. Yeah, I wasn't sure Not about on the, the mask, yellow right? on, on this one. Because the mask, it kind of looks bronze a little bit. Like bronze the whole way through. Maybe they haven't painted it yet. You know, it's probably in its final. Actually, you know what? No, th that one has to be done because they had the pickup uh, lid on it. So it was ready to be picked up by whoever ordered it. So that, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it's the lighting inside the bucket that's making it a weird uh, little color. But um. Matt Murdock basically um, is here. He, he's there. He's right there. His his helmet's right there. Um, did the guy from season three of Daredevil that made Matt Murdock's costume? Well, first off, what happened to Matt Murdock's costume from season three? Did he throw it away? Did he just burn it? What what happened to it? Because I know in season three he just goes back to being the masked man well they they stole his suit um the bullseye right bullseye bullseye was wearing his suit like the whole season and masquerading him as daredevil um i honestly don't remember what they did with the suit um well because like was it was it that bullseye stole his actual suit or bullseye a had no bullseye had his suit Okay. Because when you pick up in season three of Daredevil, he was saved from the rubble. Remember, saved, uh, saved in, from the in, rubble? in the in Defenders, the there was a cave in. Oh right, and you didn't know if Matt Murdock died in the exactly, in the rubble. and so his suit was stripped off him by somebody. I can't I honestly don't remember. I have no idea where his suit or maybe, but it makes sense where we left off he might be in need of a new suit okay okay that makes sense yeah um, it, it makes it makes sense i think it i think it uh well i mean uh it's weird because um you know they say daredevil born again whenever it comes is not a continuation of the netflix series it's its own thing and what does that mean what I, does that mean is he gonna be a lawyer in that could LA? That could I, mean I so know. many things, man. Oh, well, I mean, but right. But then you bring back Charlie and Vincent and now you're saying, I don't know, just bring back everybody. I don't but I don't like, know you, where they're going. You this. see you see what I mean by this? Where like they never want like we've heard like I, I, I think they've been asked questions like, um, is this a continuation from the Netflix series? And they'll say certain things where it's like you could interpret it in multiple different ways like they'll give you a positive answer and at first glance you'd be like oh great that means netflix is canon and that means it'll reference the netflix series but when you think about it you're like wait wait no 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 they can still be like well these are the same characters because it is kingpin it is matt murdoch it is if foggy nelson comes back it is foggy nelson but these are not the same characters from the ones that went through whatever the hell they went through in the Netflix series. 
So that's it's my whole thing weird. with it. It's, it's I, I told weird. you, I'm telling you, they're going to say that it's not canon. They're not going to. Yeah, because, I mean, if we have a multiverse of different people, we can totally have the same actors play these people. Just, oh. like you said, there's just no... So you're saying, like, timeline. the Netflix series is maybe a multiverse, like a, a different universe. Like, oh, MC, I hope three, not. Two, one, How, actually, you know six. what? They could probably do that. Because they've they already could. established, they've already established that the same actor plays, for the most part, the same variant or the same uh, multiverse counterpart. So, like, uh, goodness, what's his name? John Krasinski plays Mister Fantastic in all variants of Mister Fantastic. <laughs> same with at least uh, the Benedict older John Krasinski. John the Krasinski is the older. Yes, yes, Bandit Cumberbatch plays all versions of uh, Doctor but, Strange. But Loki proved that. Yeah, uh, see, I was literally just about to say. I oh, don't the know, variants. Well, Loki is based on one universe with multiple variants of one timeline. It's confusing. <laughs> okay, they need to. Marvel needs to come out with the chart or something in quantum mania or something they need to do something where they explain you mean to, you mean this, to tell me these are timelines these are multiple timelines these are multiple universes and this is the line that divide uh, that divides them because boastful loki must have been uh what do they call it not derezzed whatever it is pruned boastful loki was pruned because he was black oh boastful was the the black one yes Okay. He was the one that kind of looked like Thor a little bit? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Um, but the reason why the whole TVA was set up is so that there wasn't any multiverses. They wanted right. to have the one continuous timeline so that we didn't have any variants that would cause different multiverses. But because TVA it was paused because of Kang or the death of Kang, uh, this does get confusing, but basically the branches are now able to spread out and create those different multiverses that's why we see in doctor strange or i'm sorry in no way home the rip that's happening there's branches happening out of that right so that's how i understood it there's different variations uh, so i don't think the tva operates in one singular multiverse i think it's in between kind of like where the watcher is Right. I don't even want to get into it. They will yeah, do no, anything. I'm getting so confusing right now. No, no, well, just, you know, they'll do anything to make something work at this point. And I, it's really what it is. They're just like, it's their answer for everything. Yep. Oh, how come the, the X-Men haven't been here the whole time? Multiverse problem. Multiverse. <laughs> I didn't, you know. <laughs> oh, where's, where's Foggy Nelson and uh, Karen from Daredevil? That's one multiverse. <laughs> It's their cop out. It's easy it, too. It is a cop out, but it, it makes is really sense. easy. <laughs> it, it makes sense. It's not like you can argue against it. You're just kind of upset. You're like, oh well, thanks. I guess <laughs> I I have to accept <laughs> right. it. I can't argue it. <laughs> you can't argue. Oh um, god. But uh, look at that. We we've been talking mostly about multiverses and all this other stuff. And again, this was probably the better part of this episode. Um. I, I mean, I don't know. The The finale just basically ends up with um, Jen getting summary judgment in her favor. Titania has to stop using um, the She-Hulk brand and cease all production of the makeup products involving She-Hulk. And um, that's basically it. I mean, we get kind of like a nice moment at the end where, um, you know, uh, Mallory's having a drink with her and she's saying like, hey, Jen, you deserve better, you know? Uh, you don't need. I like how she <laughs> she referred to the guy that was the final testimony to get uh, judgment in her favor. She was like, "Yeah, that extremely attractive man. Don't listen to him." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, okay, Valerie. I I see you." <laughs> um, but and then that's that's it. And then you know the the cameo at the end, or not the cameo, whatever you want to call it, the, the reference, tease, the, the tease. tease actually it's an easter egg and a tea all wrapped in one <laughs> great it's fucking easter <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, any final thoughts on She-Hulk? I mean, that's basically it. I'm just kind of going through the motions with She-Hulk at this point. It's I watch it out of obligation, and then I, you know, occasionally Marvel throws me a curveball like, "Hey, look, there's Daredevil." I'm like, "Oh wow!" And then I'm back to watching <laughs> She-Hulk <laughs> normal. I final thoughts. I like Jen. I enjoy Jen. I enjoy her story. I enjoy Nikki. I enjoy Pug. I enjoy Mallory. Uh, everything else has been. Like I said, there's, it's like this. The characters keep me here. Every, the execution of everything else is um, imbalanced. That's what I'll say. Unbalanced. There you go. Fair enough. Thanos was arguing for balance. That was one of his oh, mottos. My gosh. Stop. Uh, unrelated. 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 <laughs> unrelated. Well, there you have it, folks. There's our take on uh she-hulk episode five we got uh what six seven eight nine four episodes left of she-hulk we'll manage somehow uh to power through the remainder of she-hulk and hopefully who knows things might pick up things might get better and uh we'll see we'll see what happens but go get they, the iron man threes go get the iron man threes they did show like a little bit of a what do you call it the concept art at the very end of the yeah. episode I like that. I like those shoes. Uh, Marvel, if you want to print money, make some <laughs> shoes like that available. Those look kind of dope. I like the Iron Man 3s and all the other shoes in the background. Those are don't, – don't do Avengers or Avengers or whatever they were doing. Avengers and Av Avengers. <laughs> oh, actually, the bootleg references are <laughs> Avengers. Well, that's what they were. Excuse me. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, let us know what you think, folks. Give us a like. Give us a shout out. Let us know what you thought of She-Hulk Episode 5. We're on all your streaming platforms such as YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, TikTok, at the Yonko Table. Share us around. Give us a like and catch you on the next one. I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop and Supernova Dars. Signing off and take care. <laughs>